Welcome to KPOV's Critical Conversations podcast, dedicated to featuring unique perspectives, challenging mundane thought, and questioning the norm. Listen at kpov.org, on YouTube, or on your favorite podcast app. And now we get to jump into a conversation with our wonderful guest today, Mike Macy. Mike is a licensed... massage therapist living in Bend, specializing in craniosacral therapy and distance healing. He moved to Bend from Alaska, where he worked in the pain clinic at the U.S. Air Force Hospital in Anchorage. His book, Body Wise, Manual Therapy is Our Ticket Out of Illness, Injuries, and Pain, was published in 2022. Regular readers of The Source Weekly may remember Mike's monthly columns on the mind-body connection. Mike, welcome to The Point. Thank you very much. It's great to be here. It's great to have you here, Mike. I am really excited to hear about your work. I've definitely heard of the term craniosacral, but I don't actually know a whole lot about it. So, Mike, what is craniosacral therapy? It's an extremely gentle form of manual therapy or body work. It's usually hands-on, but not always. Um, We had to get uh, creative during COVID. I guess so. (laughs) So uh, the craniosacral therapy is based on the craniosacral system, which is a physiological system of the body, like the cardiovascular system. It has specific uh, tissues and components. Um, The... Uh, the craniosacral system consists of the uh, membranes that that line the brain and the spinal cord, uh, the cerebral spinal fluid that's inside that container, and the uh, structures that uh, at the blood-brain barrier that that filter out uh, the red blood cells, pick up the oxygen, and then uh, and deliver it to all the brain cells. And uh, and then the structures that reabsorb uh, the spent craniosacral fluid and uh, debris from the from the uh, pro- metabolic processes in the brain and toxins, etc. Wow, sounds like a complex system occurring there. So, as your work as a therapist, what are you doing to stimulate and work with the system, and how does that benefit individuals? Well. Uh, what we're doing is uh, listening with our hands to the uh, movements of the craniosacral system, which is basically the expansion and contraction of all the bones of the head and uh, assessing the uh, strength, uh, quality, uh, amplitude, and rate of that, that, it's basically the cranial rhythm. And then um, if it's not uh, up to par or it's, it's not moving somewhere, then we um, work to free that up. Okay, wonderful. So it, w- it sounds like the cranial, craniosacral system is very important. Um, and then what exactly, what is cere- cerebrospinal fluid that you mentioned? Well, cerebrospinal fluid, uh, we've all heard of the blood-brain barrier, uh, which isn't sort of a single barrier, but um, it it's occurs where the capillaries that go in, uh, arterial capillaries in the brain, um, we're just uh, trying to make sure that 
um, all that stuff is is flowing properly, moving along. Yeah, absolutely. And how would somebody know if that's an issue for them, if that's not occurring? Because if that's an important process, I imagine that when it's not happening, that, that people are feeling significant symptoms of that? Uh, that's right. So, you know, we usually we know when there's a problem in the body um, by various symptoms and pain being one of the biggest. And uh, so if, if someone comes to us with pain or some other physical complaint, um, we do a hands-on assessment to try to figure out what's working in the body and what's not. And, and we work through the whole body. Uh, obviously, craniosacral um, focuses on optimizing the uh, sort of uh, operating conditions inside the central nervous system, the spine and the brain. But it's, it's a whole, do- whole body modality where we're looking everywhere in the body because you could have a problem. Say you could have vertigo um, where someone's dizzy, um, has a very hard time standing up or whatever, and it, but, but that could be coming from um, an ankle, uh, where an old ankle injury, because everything in the body is connected to everything else by um, fascia, which is connective tissue and it's elastic and it it communicates mechanically uh, tension from one from every cell in the body to every other cell. How did you get into this work, Mike? What what drew you to um, specifically craniosacral work? Well, um, the short story is that I was uh, driving in my car one day, and I had just been out for a nice walk, um, and I said to myself, oh, she was so unhappy. Why was I married to her? And um, 40 seconds later, uh, I had my car had to stop. I stopped the car because there was a pavement eater out grinding up all the ruts in the road from um, the studded snow tires over the winter. And I looked in my rear view mirror and uh, saw a little pickup truck sailing into me at about 50 miles an hour. So I always tell people, do not ask those type of questions when you're operating equipment or driving a car. Those are for the a counselor's couch or a, a bodywork session massage table. I don't think many of us are able to keep those thoughts separate from driving thoughts. It's hard not to have those things pop up. Yeah. Well, Did, was there an accident that occurred? Oh, yeah. I was rear-ended at about 50 miles an hour, and I got whiplash. And that uh, uh, sent me to a chiropractor, a massage therapist, and an acupressure therapist who was just getting into craniosacral therapy. And um, and I found that if I went to the acupressure guy first, then the massage therapist could actually get somewhere. Otherwise, my muscles were just rock hard tight. So um, one thing led to another. I started taking acupressure classes and then um, and then I had a couple of uh, astounding little experiences getting craniosacral therapy, and I went, oh, this is what I want to do when I grow up. So <laughs> I still haven't grown up, but I'm doing it. You're doing it. You made it happen. That's fantastic. And do you enjoy your work? Oh, I love it. It's, um, it's incredibly rewarding. And um, when I am helping someone, I'm creating a a safe space for them to do their work and I get to hang out in that space so um, it's 
almost as good as getting the work my, myself. And um, and I always tell my patients, it's it's never clear who gets the best end of the deal. Uh, I mean, I know who gets paid for the session, but uh, it's it's wonderful. Yeah, everyone's benefiting. Yes, fantastic. And so does craniosacral therapy, is it just about optimizing conditions inside the brain and spinal cord? Uh, not at all. It's a whole body modality. And, and the way that that happens is that um, craniosacral spinal fluid is created in, uh, in, in pulses of, of about 8 to 12 cycles a, a minute. And um, when in the creation phase... The whole body widens and shortens. And then during the reabsorption phase, when production set off, shut off, the whole body narrows and lengthens. So you kind of got a conservation of mass going on there. And so we can feel that, 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 that motion is most palpable and strongest at the, in the head cranium and at the tailbone the sacrum but um, but it's palpable throughout the whole body so if there's a place where the rhythm is shut off uh, say at the knee or is weak um, say it uh, on one leg compared to the other then we know there's a problem there and we go to work what all is craniosacral therapy good for I know you've shared a lot about it but Tell us a little more about why do people try craniosacral as opposed to, let's say, somebody got in a some sort of an accident, they need physical therapy. How would they know to seek out craniosacral therapy? Well, frequently people come to us after they've tried everything else and haven't gotten total satisfaction or haven't gotten rid of their pain or their symptom or complaint. Um, uh, we treat everything um, pretty much. And... Uh, um so for example um uh immune problems um if someone has covid uh, uh like a friend in india has to- covid i can help her with that over the phone or the computer and um but uh be- behavioral or cognitive problems like add adhd uh in fact um Craniosacral therapist was one of its first applications was to help children with autism that were in a basically back in the day they were just a lot of them were warehoused um, and uh, and people just assumed there was nothing um, that you could do to help them uh, if 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 you know people with autism are very sensitive to touch so. Um, so that tells you how light craniosacral the touch is and craniosacral therapy is. When the creator of craniosacral therapy first went to, te- to treat those kids, they would all hide under the table, but all he had to do was just touch an ankle or a toe, and he could stop their cranial rhythm. That would re- let, allow things to reset and... Um, and then uh, when it came back on, they'd feel better. And so pretty soon, uh, when he came to the door once a week or whenever, whatever the schedule was, they'd all run to go, me first, me first, me first. So, um, 
that was a very early indication that this was an important modality that could help a lot of people. How wonderful that it's been discovered and is utilized now and can help so many people. Mm -hmm. We do a lot of work with digestive problems, um, even uh, vascular problems, heart, uh, energy problems, liver, kidneys. It's, it's, there's very few things that craniosacral therapy can't uh, dramatically improve. Cancer is probably one of them, but, but we can help cancer patients. We, just, we don't cure disease, but we help the body um, let go of stuff that's not helpful and, um, and move forward and heal. Can it help with sleep issues at all? Because everything you're describing sounds like the, you know, the system of the body working more efficiently and effectively, which I imagine could help with sleep. Well, I'd, I'd like to say always, but my wife would disagree. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, definitely, uh, so the sleep is, you know, whether sleep is being disturbed because we're stuck in fight or flight, and, and if, if that's what's going on, we can, we can fix that uh, or help someone change that in just a few minutes. Um, or if it's a circadian rhythm issue, there may be a structure in the brain that's not getting, doesn't have adequate space or room, um, adequate cerebral spinal fluid supply, um, or adequate energy. So we can we can go to that particular structure and ask it how it's doing, or and try to improve its situation. So, yeah. Right. Sleep is another issue that we can help with. We need that. People people struggle with their sleep, and they're yeah, always yeah. looking for solutions. So I'm going to keep that in mind because people are. Also, I'm a mental health therapist, and uh -huh. people are always asking. Right. Sleep is a struggle for many people. And, and sleep looking for new ways. Sleep is integral to mental health. Yes. If you don't sleep well, um, all the systems of the body suffer, including um, the mind. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Now, Mike, I, I think that craniosacral therapy can also be used to address emotional and even spiritual challenges. Could you tell us about that? Well, sure. So um, this gets right to the body-mind connection. And so anytime a person experiences an emotional or spiritual overload, um, the brain automatically dumps that energy or emotion in the tissue somewhere in the body. So, um, so it's like a needle in a haystack. And it's, this is all done instantaneously without any conscious awareness. So, um, and the, the reason the brain does this is because um, our, our whole body is organized for survival. So um, if we're busy or we got up on the wrong side of the bed and we don't have to deal with the insult from our coworker or our housemate or whomever, um, there it goes in the tissue, and then it starts, um, we're not aware that it's there, but it's kind of broadcasting like a Mexican radio station at 50,000 watts saying, Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> and uh, so, so there's various ways of finding that. Usually the, often the cranial rhythm will be shut off or uh, right at, where that tissue or where that content, emo afflictive emotion, is parked. And, uh, and it's not necessarily that it was such a big deal at the time. It's just that 
it's it's circumstantial. We just didn't have the the freedom to address it at the time. So uh, so the brain dumps it in our tissue, and there there sits, creating havoc slowly. Uh, at first, maybe 30 or 40 years before um, any sort of serious pathology shows up, but um, eventually uh, it will cause a symptom, and that's where we come in. And it won't show up on uh, any imaging techniques, no x-rays, CAT scans, MRIs will show that there's um, some somebody's anger parked in your knee. But uh, it's there, and it's like the little uh, grain of sand in the oyster shell. So, um, so uh, th- that's why it's so much. One of the reasons this work is so much fun is t- to find that. And uh, and then the question is, well, do you need it any longer? And usually, the answer is no. And uh, and off, it, you know, and the person lets it go, and things normalize. And, Beautiful. It's, it sounds like such a wonderful addition to many of the other modalities that can really help people to release mm-hmm. um, energy, stored emotions, um, mental blocks. That and that again, as you said, the mind-body connection. It's all all one. So ways that we can find to sort of sort that out and help people to rid themselves of these ailments is wonderful. It's just great to be able to help someone when um, when you, you know the body. Is not stupid and doesn't do things for a reason. So, rather than medicating a problem or uh, or cutting it out, especially when you can't see it, um, it's nice to have some other options. It's it's kind of like a etch a sketch. If you remember when you're little, um, you get a doodle uh, on a little pad and you don't like it, and so you just lift the mylar sheet and off it goes. Um, so. Yeah. yeah, beautiful. Well, Mike, thank you for sharing with us about uh, craniosacral, but you also wrote the book on it. You wrote Body Wise, Manual Therapy is Our Ticket Out of Illness, Injuries, and Pain. Can you tell us about your book? Well, of course. Um, so there are a lot of textbooks for practitioners on craniosacral therapy and um, and other modalities. This is the first book that and there's there's also books of with a lot of anecdotes of wild wild stories from the clinical uh, from the clinic. But this is the first book that sort of I wanted to demystify it, um, and, and so it's the first book that sort of explains um, these subtle motions in the body and mechanical motions and how important they are to our health, and then. Um, and then, having done that, I go. The book goes into the body-mind connection and uh, sort of demystifies that. Explains how uh, content, afflictive content, gets parked in our tissue and why, um, which which we just talked about. Um, and then there's a, a quite an extensive discussion of uh, why people don't get well, um, resistance in your. Your your world is the word for that. There's you know I've been in practice for almost 35 years, so there's uh, something like 44 uh, stories from the clinic that sort of uh, illustrate all this. The book has been it's in its second edition, and I think eventually it'll be um, picked up uh, by the 
people that teach craniosacral workshops all over the world and visceral manipulation and uh, republished. Um, so I'm very happy with, with how it came out. Yeah. Congratulations well, on that, Mike. You. And thank you for your for your work and for bringing that out into the world and sharing that information. Because again, these things are so important. The more options that people have, the more ways to heal themselves, to find greater peace and function in their body is just and mind is so important. So Mike, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us. Thank you for being a guest on the show today. Um, Mike, if people would like to find you or find your book, is there a specific way to do so? Um, well, the book is Body Wise. Uh, the, the short title. And my name is Mike Macy, and it's available on Amazon, I think barnesandnoble.com as well. Uh, so it's it's fairly easy to find, and it's in both uh, hard hardback and soft cover. Fantastic, Mike. Well, thank you again for joining us. Thank you for listening to KPOV's Critical Conversations podcast. To hear weekly interviews on important topics, please visit kpov.org slash critical conversations and follow KPOV High Desert Community Radio on Facebook, YouTube, and your favorite podcast app.